Welcome to the Club 937 podcast. That's right, our episodes have finally caught up with the name of the show, so yay for us. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the history of that name, and we're going to sit down with Frank, the bass player of Dan and Tez's band, The Ten Roars. And make sure you stick around to the end, because we've got a world premiere of Honey Turpentine, the very first song released by The Ten Roars. And with all that out of the way, I'm going to shut up so we can dive into the episode. Enjoy. Good. All right. Happy All New right. Year, everybody. All right. Happy New Year. What's up, everybody? Happy New Year's. <laughs> man, Yo, you, you gotta play the, play the music, man. Play the music, man. Yo, you... Just do it, man. Just hit it. Hit it. Oh, Thank man. God, dude. Oh, man. Wait for it. You feel better? Oh, that's way better, better, dude. That's way better, Do you man. feel better? I feel so okay. much better. Okay. That may or may cool. not make it into so. the episode. <laughs> Happy oh, New man. Year's, everybody. January 1st, 2022. We here, bro. We here. 22, man. Been a while. Yeah, good to see you guys again. Yeah. It feels good to be here and uh, and not very hungover. You know, we were all so excited to to make this uh, next episode that, yeah I, th- yeah, I think all of us, you know, toned it down. Well, Jay especially, but I think, I think we toned <laughs> it down. About. I lived it up. You know, I had you at least, up, you I had up at least one cup nah, of coffee. Man, no? I smoked a cigar last night. I don't really like cigars, but uh, my father-in-law gave me some to try. So I figured it would kill a good hour or two of time. Uh-huh. So I wasn't pounding them yeah, down, yeah, yeah, you know? So yeah, that kept me yeah. low. I had a whiskey at midnight and... Uh, and like maybe a beer or two through the night, and that was it. I had okay. apple juice. Apple juice? I had a shot of apple juice Ooh. in the night. In a shot glass? Nah. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, I think I had a I had a whiskey uh, at midnight, and I, yeah, I think I had like a. I was struggling. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else went to bed at like ten. The girls went to bed. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. They, oh, man. they couldn't do it. Both my kids were up. Come like eleven thirty. I'm slumped <laughs> over. One eye open watching TV. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. Start going yeah. cross eyed. <laughs> you forget what show it is. Yo, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you get a headache because you're trying to catch up, catch yourself up. You're like, what was I watching? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cosby show. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, dude, we had uh, COVID New Year's Eve bash. We had Silly String, had the indoor poppers, had the, um, you know, the decorations and uh, Cards Against Humanity and uh, all that good stuff. So I was up. i tell you what pissed me off last night was there was there was like a little firework display. I couldn't see it, but I heard it. Yeah. But it wasn't continuous. It was like a good two or three pops. It would die down for like five minutes. <laughs> and and then it go more. again. I'm like, yo, <laughs> what are y'all doing? Right, right. Right. What are you doing, bro? We're going to be at this for a while. Yeah. Man. We had two, y'all yeah. wrap it up. Bro. We had two or three pops at like eight o'clock and then another two or three at midnight. And that was it. Yeah. 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 It was, How it yeah. should have been. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, Wake that you was up it. like, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's New Year's Eve. Yeah. And then the one at midnight because it's midnight. And then it's, wrap it up, bro. It was wrap yeah. it up. Yeah. They're still struggling at 1.15 in the morning. They struggling. Yeah, dude. Well, um, before we go further, well, actually, let's talk about the beer. What okay. kind of beer we got today? Okay, so today we got, I didn't get to the um to the actual brew house, but uh, I did like a while ago over the summer. I met uh, one of the owners at a, uh, like a little farmhouse thing where they sell fruits and vegetables and, uh-huh. you know, people come out and set up stands. So I, I told her what we were doing, you know, just to meet the locals, that kind of thing. And um, she gave me some, but obviously we drank it. Yeah. <laughs> so I stopped. I just wanted to go and, and give them their shot today. Uh, it's called Manor Hill in Ellicott City. I can't remember what I had the first time, but it, it was good. It was pretty good. I see. Th- these guys are big enough that they're in a lot of beer stores. I see Manor yeah, yeah, Hill yeah, in a lot yeah, of, like yeah. in the, in the craft area of the yeah. beer store. I yeah. see these cans everywhere, man. Yeah, they're yeah. putting it down in Ellicott City. Cool. I love Ellicott City, man. And they do, man, they do food trucks. Well, over the summer, they do food trucks. And there's this one joint that I've been meaning to get to. It's a barbecue. It's 410 BBQ. Yeah. From from Catonsville. Yep. Yeah. 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 That place is amazing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. All right. Let, well, let's, let's see what's up. So um, I'm cracking a porter. <laughs> Evil laughter. <laughs> uh, Dan seems to think something bad's going to happen. Well, no. So, you uh, said before you I don't like stouts, bro. I don't like those dark I know, beers, bro. I know. So that's why I want to stick well, you Well, I told you, I got this for you, man. I know. So that's I why you need to you. try it first. This is for ratings, bro. Wait, what? Yeah, this is for <laughs> can, ratings. Can we can we analyze the... Uh... Tez doesn't really like dark beer. Yes, I get that. So so he got it for you, which means he has, he to, has to try it. Now he's telling me I have to of try it. Of course, man. Like, 
chaos in nature, man. It was a setup that I didn't think about. I got the other one, the Grisette. Uh, God, I'm glad I don't drink. A Grisette <laughs> Farmhouse Ale 4.7. So this is a crushable farmhouse ale. Uh, you ready to pop? Yeah, let's you do just it. Don't stop. Let's do it. Getting not, better. It's not bad. Getting not better. Too bad. Not bad. Well, now that we have all Cheers, this sweet bro. equipment. That's true. We did up. get an upgrade. Cheers. Bro. Hey, right. the, hey, man, to Betty White. Real quick, to yeah, Betty man. White. Yeah, yeah, to Betty White, man. Yeah. All right. The last first, first wait, 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 wait. First, we go sip out the can. Remember? First, we go sip out the can. First oh, my sip. God. Here comes can rules crack. and regulations. Here we go. All right. That's not bad. That's not bad. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you like it? Yeah. It's not It's not Guinness heavy. It's not, like, stout heavy. So, that's yeah, that's not bad at all. Uh, there you Listen to you. Look at you. That's, that, but that's not a stout either. It's Well, so a stout is a porter, but a porter is not a stout. So the reason why Stout got its name is it was like a real hard, dark porter. They called it a Stout Porter. So it is same family, but Stout's heavier. Okay. Porter is dark color, but lighter, uh, lighter body. All right. Uh, and uh, the farmhouse is, it's sour, which is interesting. I was expecting it to be like kind of crispy, but it's it's a little bit sour. I want to try it in the glass, man. I'm going into the glass with it. It's built. Let it. the air hit it a little bit. Yeah. So let's open her up. All right. So look, uh, I want to say something real fast before we get into the guest of the evening and all that. It, it took us a while to get to episode three because for Thanksgiving, I got a good old dose of the COVID with uh, my wife and my daughter. Uh, luckily, all three of us, our symptoms were super minor. It was more just about quarantining inside and staying sane, you know, uh, but all of our symptoms were minor. I lost the smell. I did not lose the taste, but I lost the smell. And I didn't even know that you could lose one and not the other until it happened. Mm -hmm. You know, you kind of mm -hmm. figure if you lose your smell, you ain't going to taste nothing either. Right. Nah, could taste toothpaste, could taste coffee, could taste everything. Couldn't smell jack, couldn't smell no cat food, couldn't smell like my armpits, couldn't smell my wife's armpits, nothing man. Like it was weird. You could have been out in the world just honking yeah. it up and yeah. you had no idea. It didn't even come back to like the smell came back like maybe a week, a week and a half later. Like even when I went back to work, like I was out of quarantine, safe to go back to work, but still the smell wasn't quite there. Like, yeah. I went to my shop. Yeah. I couldn't smell my shop. That's a, that's a very good smell. You know, anyways, we were all okay. And, and we got out of quarantine fine, but it did postpone us making more episodes for y'all. So I apologize for that. But one thing that I've learned or, or just since it's been, since I got through it and now I'm, I'm, you know, I guess I'm just more attuned to listening about it. Here's my beef. And my beef is also my uh, New Year's resolution. All right. I'm I'm a little perturbed with um, the divide in people between being vaccinated and being non-vaccinated. And look, I, I, I'm not trying to choose a side here. I mean, I'm thankful that my family was vaccinated and I think it greatly made our symptoms as minor as they were. But I do believe it to be a choice. And if you just if you choose not to be vaccinated, I think that is your choice to make. What I don't like is when I hear that people who weren't vaccinated got COVID and people who are vaccinated are like, ah, oh, serves them right. You know, like mm -hmm. that kind of pushy mm -hmm. attitude or same with the anti-vaxxer side. That's like, oh, all these sheep out getting a vaccine that doesn't do anything. Like uh -huh. I don't appreciate the rift between people. And it's been between us. It's been there for a long time. And what I want to try to do, like my news, my new year's resolution is to push kindness this year. That's that's gonna be my my thing. So like I just want people to to respect each other a little bit more and respect each other's decisions a little bit more. And 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 you find, try to way to beat it together, man. Like meet in the middle and yeah. like you know we can make it through this thing. So that was my little rant on catching COVID. But we're all okay now. You know we're, everybody's good and back to work and stuff. And uh, and that's about it. Good man. Yeah. Well, we're glad y'all all right. Can, can, I get around, everybody? Can, can I get a round of can applause? I, yes. I worked hard on that. On on. <laughs> Did you thought about that for a while? Yeah, a couple okay. days. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime, bro. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Jay got the cover. Yeah. Project Master button pusher. Yeah. <laughs> this port is pretty good, man. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. It's I knew not, he was going to like it's, it. It's not heavy, man. I like that. I like that. I mean, it's 5.5, 5, but it's it's actually pretty delicious. Pretty light body. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not yeah. going to give you the guts. Yeah. It shouldn't, anyways, you know? One uh, or two of these should do you just fine. Yeah. Dude, yeah. the farmhouse, when you drink a farmhouse, take a, I got to give you props, man. You were right. Out of the can, it's way different than in the glass. Yeah. 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 That's with yeah. anything. And it's better in the glass. Yeah. Th th this one is better in the glass. Yeah. In, that's anything. Anything out of a bottle tastes way different than it does out of a can. Yeah. 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 Fair yeah. True. So we do have a guest this week, but I think before that, I mean, we got a new name. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. So we should probably discuss that. We will no longer be the Dan and Tez show. Right. Um, You are now listening to the Club 937 podcast. Which if you listen and to the first episodes, you already know that because that's, you know, the name everywhere you look. Yeah, every, yeah. 
We yeah. didn't know that. I, so yeah, we, we didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Club nine three seven. It's a problem with pre-recording episodes. I had I actually had fun telling people how we can, how Club nine three seven came about. Because Club nine three seven was the home for the four of us yeah. for a while, and uh, over in uh, Gaithersburg, Maryland, we all lived in a two bedroom condo, man. And some of us worked together. Some of us we all played together. Yeah. But we were four dudes having a great time in a condo, and it was the party. The zone. band house. It was man. the party was. zone. The band house. At the time, I was working at Famous Days. <laughs> yep. And the staff used to come through. Like the entire staff would come through and kick it. Dude, if those walls could talk, man, like. I don't even the trouble. The trouble. Yeah, dude. I like I like the Club Nine Three Seven name because it sounds kind of fancy. You know, it kind of sounds like something you want to be a part of. That's why I like it. Like even when uh when Krista heard it, she was like Club Nine Three Seven. She's like, I like that. I said, Oh yeah, you know. And she lived there for a little bit too on the tail end. Yeah, Krista was in there. It wasn't really club though. No, no, it was not a club. The club, the club had died. It was. It shut its doors. It was. Yeah, it was Club Mommy and Daddy at that point. Yeah, yeah. You guys remember the snowstorm party at Eddie Stone with Eddie Stone? This was before Eddie Stone. I mean, it was, Eddie Stone was the same night, but before we went to Eddie Stone's, we were actually, no, we pre-gamed at our place. Yeah. And then we I remember that because Dan walked across the hall in some big giant fuzzy slippers and I, I just lost it for about an hour. <laughs> the moose slippers. And then, the moose slippers. <laughs> one of, yeah, we got in contact with Eddie Stone. And we went. And Resident drove it in the snow yep, in the Abbey. Yep. Yeah. I don't remember much Damn, of that night. all night, bro. Dude, that was a long night. It was. That was a it very was, and right. a lot of uh, Southern comfort, man. We Oof. have both of those by the handles, bro. Oof. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was, that was, that was, ooh, that was good times. Ah, to be young again. I know. To be young. <laughs> the, the reason why I ask if you guys remember is because I, I actually legitimately don't. <laughs> I remember playing bass. Yeah, I remember, I, I remember playing bass with Matt at the same time. Like, I remember me and him, we were like, like I had my hands around his or he had his hands under mine and we were both playing bass at the same time. A lot of weird shit went on that yeah, night. Yeah, it was a wild, it, it was a weird. wild hit. It got weird. It got, it got weird. I remember getting hit. to Eddie Stone's house. Y'all remember nothing? Nothing after that. I don't huh? remember anything yeah, after that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we were we were already we were already like yeah. half half the handles in the hole between the four. It of was us. a rough night. It was a blizzard, man. What, what yeah. else are you gonna do? Jaeger you know? and Southern Conference. Yeah, I mean, bro. maybe yeah, maybe we didn't have to do that, but <laughs> yeah, but we, we had to do something. <laughs> well, we did yeah, it. We, well, we, we did it. Something. We survived it. All right, so who's here today? So huh? yeah, this week, man, uh, our guest is this awesome band called the Ten <laughs> Roars. <laughs> A very awesome band, you guys. <laughs> stuff will be coming soon, music coming soon. Um, but we got three of the most awesome band members that I've ever met in my life. Um, we have myself, <laughs> cue the <to> music, <laughs> <laughs> the drummer. We have Dan on guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that should be the drums, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. I had that pre-planned. And new to the show, we got our bass player, cool dude, man, what man, up, chill, what up? Frank. Ooh, sharp. Ooh. Ooh, that was dope. Frank, what's going on, fellas? Frank, how you doing, man? Good. How are you Frank guys? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, bro. Good to see you, man. Thanks, man. What Dude. an introduction. I'm. I feel very welcomed here. Okay. This is this is a first. This is your first podcast. Uh, yes. <laughs> Yes. Frank Frank said he didn't even know what a podcast was before. Yes. What was it? Last week? Uh no, a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Yeah. Mm. But thanks, well, guys. Now, now you got something to listen to. You gonna listen to yourself. Yeah. Tell all your friends, tell your brothers, your sisters. I just I've never heard my voice before. This is kind of weird, it's but weird, it's neat. Huh? It's it's all right. Dude, you uh so all right. So Frank is the bass man. I am the bass man. In the ten roars. Doom, and boom boom. Yeah. Boom, boom. And Frank has been the bass man in a lot of bands over the years. I mean, we know Frank. Who God? Twenty years, maybe. Who God? It's, been, it's, it's, been a minute. It, it's getting yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, Firehouse Day. Good God, yeah. man. How long ago? When? When? I don't even know. Firehouse that was a long time ago, bro. Is just, yeah. that, it's brutal back then. Yeah. Gaithersburg had 05, such a... Right? 2005? You are asking the wrong dude. <laughs> <laughs> It had to be. It had to be. It had what are y'all talking about? We're trying to figure out you how know? long we've known Frank. Oh, well. Around, around 2005. I don't know, man. Like, uh, the we're talking about the bar scene in Gaithersburg. That's how we all when met. We, yeah, when we started playing together. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't even remember meeting them when we well, started we were, playing together. When we started playing, like, pre-21, we were, that was like Jax and... 
and yeah, what? Uh, yeah, that was before. Di- that was before we knew Frank and Digression. Yeah, yeah. So Fire, Firehouse would have been two. No, nah, that would have been because two thousand five would have been when you and I turned twenty one. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, so oh five. All, yeah. all y'all. Two thousand four, two thousand five. Cool. Yeah. yeah, all y'all. So yeah. Reza bought the condo at 21. Man, I yeah. have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we just ventured yeah, off. Right. So, anyway, Frank, um, man, Frank been rocking with us. Man, we... We had kind of brother bands. Yeah. Yeah. We'd play a yeah. lot of shows in separate bands, but then the camaraderie came kind of together. Yeah. I mean, we were doing the, the... You guys were Digression, and we were De Novo. We was doing that for about, what? A bunch of years. Six, yeah. seven, eight yeah, years. A bunch of years. And then, uh, you know, we kind of pulled in together because Jay went to do his thing. Leo, Leo moved away. Y'all had Leo. Well, we had, uh, yeah, Olympus Shall Burn after Digression. Yeah, technically, yeah. Yeah, technically, I've been yeah. in three bands with uh, Frank. With Frank. I, was in, yeah. I wasn't in Digression. I was in Olympus Shall Burn because yep. I came in after the name I thought change. You, I thought you went at the end of Digression. No, no. That he was, was Leo. It, yeah. Leo got in Digression and kind of took it over and then dudes left, dudes quit, whatever, you know, and then okay. they needed a guitarist. Okay. Okay. And then y'all went through Rick. Right, it was Rick yeah, first. Rick was right yeah. before you. And then Rick left, and then they were, they needed somebody, and we were already playing these shows anyway. So right, I was like, man, right, I'll jump in with right, y'all. So, yeah. so I jumped in and did the Olympus thing for a while. And then after that, yeah, I guess it was it was a perfect storm how we got to jamming with Frank because De Novo kind of went on that break that we were talking about before that we didn't know what we were going to do. Yeah. And Olympus kind of broke down in flames. <laughs> you know, Olympus yeah. kind of crashed. You Olympus know? ended pretty quickly. Yeah, it was hard. And so I was kind of stuck with two half bands. So yeah. I was like, why don't I just mush them together? You know? Yeah. yeah. And that was the banished, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like now we're the we're the the bone that's left when all the meat has fallen. And then right. there were three. You know? <laughs> it's just the yeah. three of us. Yeah. Yeah. But it's 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 cool. So give your perspective first on on the 10 roars. I keep wanting to say the tens. I've I've never played with a three-piece. You guys are very talented and brilliant, really. I don't know how Dan comes up with this guitar work he does, but uh, this jams, and we have... (laughs) 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 Oh, jeez. Yeah, you get no love today, bro. Dude. You get no love today. You know what it is. Yeah. You know what it is. You heard it's it. Good man. You know I, why I guess I no love? He... Look at his mic setup. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude. Yeah. He didn't listen. Dude. He didn't listen. He, didn't listen. he did what he wanted you, to do. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah, punk, punk rock, bro. You stop. Someone's it. punk right so, here. Go ahead, Frank. Sorry, I don't man. Know. Go ahead. And me and Mr. Tez here have quite a bass drum. Uh, connection for sure. It, it just for sure. we kind of have this funk, kind of hard rock thing mm-hmm. that just goes very well with it, it Dan's yeah, music man. writing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's just, it's pretty legit. I've never been in a three-piece, and I feel like, you know, I feel kind of like a powerhouse with you guys. I feel it's more like we've we've come more to like a more like rock and roll plateau, yeah. but still have like our little metal chops about us. Yep. You know what I mean? So, so it meshes well mm-hmm. together because I just can't, I can't step all the way out and the from groove the we kind of can't keep, do it man i don't know no but that's a cool thing about playing music for so long it's you know you play a bunch of different styles over the years eventually yeah, it's yeah. just kind of you know it's kind of with any art i think like I, I don't know back in like the renaissance days you had to actually be an apprentice and learn how to master like the person who you're working under you had to master mm-hmm. their style before mm-hmm. you were even allowed to go out and get your own style and any kind of art you know you start off like trying to figure out how to sound like the people who inspire you and you do that on a long enough timeline you get your own voice and you get your own yeah, style yeah, and, and yeah, true, to be able to true. find people who one you've played at least around for so many years like it's bound to be able to connect yeah the 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 driving force behind, well the driving force for the 10 roars is actually probably the, the the pandemic because uh it slowed at least me anyways it slowed me down enough in life that i i i, I had to create something right so it became music again you know i got back into making music and I, I'd kind of uh, hung my metal chops up years before. I didn't really uh, want to write, still or, in write or play metal. Right. But yeah, but you know, <laughs> like when it's, when it comes down to what, what I've done forever and, and, and also like the music that we're putting out now, I guess you can still put it in a metal genre, but it's not heavy. I don't know. You, you know what I mean? It's, it's not as yeah, heavy. It, it's not as it doesn't heavy. have the textbook flavor of metal. It doesn't have the break right. beat that right. goes into the breakdown right. that goes into the blast beat that goes, you, you know, like I, I kind of took all that out and just 
just wanted to to make just some real fucking grooving music, man. Is is what I wanted to to put out there. Yep, there we go. Yeah, we that 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 is the podcast first solid curse word. Yep. So congratulations. You I, will. I was saving you up. You will be getting a text I was message saving. from my mom. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> she's gonna want to listen. Well, I mean, it's groovy, man. We can slide with look, shit. Look, 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 we're good yeah. there, but the F word, nah, bro. Yeah. Nope. I, nope. You nope. Had to, had to, You'll be getting that text message. Had to be done, Tiz. I mean, you know, we'll we'll see if it makes it off, off the chopping board. We'll have to see. Oh, you gotta leave it in there. Yeah, I, th- I mean, this is raw emotion, yeah, man. man. Like, yeah, man. It's all right. I got our bases covered legally, at least, Oliver. It, it's we're labeled as explicit because I knew this would happen oh, one go. day. There you go. We're labeled as explicit everywhere. Oh, so. dude. Yeah. My, I mean, there will, dude. There will be random rants yeah. and, and whatever throughout this. So yeah, no, you're no, fine. man. My daughter listens to this podcast, and she's going to give me the look when that f bomb drops. She's gonna look at me and be like, "Really, bro?" You know, like with their hands up. You know, like really, really, dude. You know, you you say the f word. You know, so I know I'm gonna catch it. It's all good. One, it was of, worth uh, it. one of Kenzie's friends at school. She walks her out at the end of the day and whatever, and she came up and she was like, "Um, I." I found your podcast and I was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) You did what now? (laughs) Uh... Did your mom and dad know? Uh, you sure? You, you sure? That's me? You sure? Huh? I, I don't want that. I don't want that heat. What? I don't want that smoke. Whatever, man. No, I don't know. No, I did <laughs> not want to have to explain to somebody's parent um, that, what you know, they, they, first of all, their kids should not be looking or listening to this podcast. It's labeled I, as explicit. I'm just that's saying. That's what I'm saying. That's, and you can always go back. Look, it is clearly labeled. Yeah. Well, true. Dude, so, true. so were all of, like, my favorite records growing up were yeah. labeled as it when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, let the kids listen. Man, yeah, yeah. big booty holes I, is crazy yeah. back there. You guys, yeah. you guys ever hear the, the story <laughs> of the explicit label? It was um, uh, what's it called? Two Live Crew, right? When the two? No, no not Two Live Crew. Oof. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When the Two Live yeah. Crew? Yeah, Uncle Luke and all yeah. that. Yeah, I think, yeah, they're DC, right? What they're Are breaking they up the records and what? Are they DC? Miami? Oh, they're Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they recorded. They recorded at Omega. They recorded at Omega. Yeah, yeah, they did that record, the one, the band in the USA yeah. one. I think yeah. that was at Omega. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. No, but the story of how that thing came to be, it wasn't two live crew. That was back in like the the '80s, like hair metal era. Wait, when there were all kinds of. Frank, you're <laughs> talking about Omega Records, Omega Recording Studios. Oh, oh yeah. Omega in yeah. Rockville. Yeah. That was yeah. a pretty neat experience well, dude, too. Frank is. An 80s hair metal guy. I am. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, this is all bringing back memories here. Yeah. But, like, back then, like, there were all these lawsuits going about, like, you know, saying that, you know, rock and roll was, you know, the root of all evil, basically. Yes. Well, that's what I mean. Yes, it is. I remember buying the vulgar display of power the cassette, and that was the first one I remember with the sticker on it. Yeah. With parental the bands the bands totally won out in that because like that was the settlement was like we're not going to stop playing music but we'll put this little sticker on there that says for some reason i remember on that you know parental advisory explicit lyrics that was the biggest piece of advertising like Mm -hmm. as soon as that sticker went on there every kid wanted it of course you know every kid wanted it bad words in it yeah yeah. that that was what makes it cool you know record sales (laughs) skyrocketed as a result of that like the courts totally shot themselves in the foot for that well there were good bands though too back then oh i mean that was bad it was uh uh twisted sister d snyder he was the one like he was kind of the big spokesperson for all the 80s hair metal bands during those lawsuits and yeah he it just like he totally just he he, he won nailed that. it he nailed I mean, it well, thanks, nah, the take way he that. talked at that <laughs> no, we ain't gonna take it don't give us a copyright strike please <laughs> Whatever, D, come see me on the street, bro. I got you, man. I'm with you. Ooh, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. All the smoke. I'm with well, you. That won't be D. That'll be the record label. Yeah, well, they can get it too. The ones with yeah, all, right. the ones with all the lawyers. Style. I got you, bro. They can catch these hands. Right. All right. We 13 sales in here. They can catch these hands. We stay with machetes. Well, I have one big question. A yes. big question. Big one. When do we get to hear us? Ah, that is a great question. So, all right. I think, but well, it's January 1st, 2022, like we had mentioned, you know? And so, uh, I think the 10 roars is going to start to come out probably this month in January. I would cut, honestly, man, I kind of like it to line up with the podcast, maybe, you know, just as like a good intro. One will be released when this episode is released. Ah, so you heard it here. So to answer your question, Frank. Yes, sir. I think this could be the world premiere. It will be. Of yes. a 10 roar song. Ooh. Yeah. Do we know which? I, uh, I've selected if, well, we're, we're a tripod. We're a three piece. 
like we'd mentioned. If y'all are cool with it, uh, I would like to release uh, Honey Turpentine as the first song that hits people's eardrums. Huh. Nothing has changed with me in 20 years. I do not you know. You still don't know the name? I was, I was <laughs> looking right at you. I was like, does Kez know? Does he know? He doesn't know. Of course not. I do not know the name of the song. He didn't know 20 years ago. Number doesn't four. know now. <laughs> Num- n- number four, bro. Number four. Yeah. I got to hit the beginning of it. <laughs> I got to hit the beginning right. of it. Man. Uh, but either way, I know that song is dope. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're going to let the people be the judge, man. Like like most of these songs are written to to uh, to drive fast, too. You know, uh, obviously I'm into cars. And uh, I almost even kind of picture the, the hot rod rolling down the road kind of with the sun going down kind of as the 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 theme to what these songs are about i'm not much of a songwriter well i'm a good songwriter on on guitar i'm not much of a lyricist for anything so i just i try to put enough half thoughts together to let the people decide what how they feel about how it sounds you know so i mean it sounds good to us. that was vague that was pretty vague it works for us it works for us yeah yeah i i mean it's we we definitely have a competitive sound with everything else that's going on out in the world It's, it's a whole lot different from what we've been doing. So I think it'll make it a little bit easier to reach across a uh, uh, broader audience because it's not as heavy. You know, before we had to kind of target a certain group, metalheads or you know, people that like the loud screaming and, and yeah, yeah. But now we can we can get out to everybody. I mean, the joint you said to put on uh, the beginning of the show. I mean, that can that can do a bread commercial. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's universal. It works on so many levels. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's good to be. Uh, it's definitely good to be doing music that translate well. Uh, I I think so. Uh, uh, it's fun, man. It is. It is. Yeah. It's it's a it's it, for me as a drummer, man. Playing metal, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Man. Well, dude, I remember when we went to even when we recorded these songs that we're getting ready to drop now up in Philadelphia. We did the drums really in that one day, right? It was mm-hmm. the first day, you know, uh, five songs, whatever. And you know, we were pretty fast. Like we did a couple takes a piece, and then we 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 pretty much had had the one that we wanted. But uh, you were beat, Tez. Like you were done that that day in the studio. Like I was going out. Out getting getting steaks and whatnot, yeah, and no. dude, you went back yeah. to the to the Airbnb and just like kind of sacked out, dude. Like you were done, man. You were done. Well, because hmm. I had to keep Frank. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I had to wait, keep, wait. keep Frank up, man. I have to Frank, walk to the beer store Frank, across yo, the street. That girl was <laughs> hilarious, y'all. Frank was I'm outside, saying, right? Downtown Frank's Philly. Looking, oh, jeez. I'm like, there's a there's a liquor store right there across the street. There's a group of people playing basketball. There's a lot, and of it's, them. it was. Yeah, it was and a lot of people, little right? Me. But they had their cars, the car lights on. So you could see. And yeah. yeah. And he was worried about it. I was like, Frank, trust me. When they're on the court and they got their car lights on, they're not worried about what I'm, you're doing. No. Look, this game is serious. Yeah. This, this, <laughs> this is a serious right. game, bro. There's money on the Look, line. I'm, they're not worried about I, you. You're a lone white dude walking in the hood, bro. You're fine. They got they got stuff, other stuff on their mind. This game, I'm telling you, they got money on the line. Hey, I've never had a six-pack tossed to me through a bulletproof glass, you know, <laughs> Billy's take hard, out man. thing. Billy, yeah, that's it a is. hard it thing. Is. It was dude. weird. Yeah, man. But, you know, uh, dude, I, I do remember getting Frank a hoagie from a steakhouse. Oh, man. yeah, well. Yo. That he ate the next day? Dude. Hey, my doctor says I'm at the best cholesterol I've ever been at. <laughs> I just want to say that. That is important. Health is wealth, because man. Health is wealth. Because staying off beef. I'm just saying. Dude, me and Marco go to, uh, it's not Geno's or Pat's. It's, um, it's going to come to me, man. I'll, dun, I'll get dun, it. Dun. It's what, jo- jo- not John's. I know which one you're talking Earl's. about. This it's, is like the lo- it, it's like the local favorite. Yeah, you know, Williams. The, yeah, the local, the, the favorite for the locals. <laughs> Just anyway. as long of a line. Oh yeah, your line was around the block. We were waiting for, we were, yeah. we were in line for an hour and a half. It's you know? the one you can, you yeah. you get yeah. the place and you can like actually go inside and go upstairs and sit down, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I yeah, went there yeah with, that one. I went there with Brent. It was um, amazing. Dude, so we're waiting in line for like the hour and a half. We get in there and dude, you, the smell of the steak and like the dudes are making them like crazy, you know, they're stuffing them, stuffing them. So me and Marco Rover, yeah, man, whiz with onions and peppers or whiz with whatever, you know? Like we're, we're we're getting it, and then I'm like, and also I'll have a hoagie. That was a dang good hoagie, and dude. You damn can it. hear the record stop in the general. Like, no, 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 no. And so there's like one Italian dude that works there, and he's like, I'll make you a hoagie. So I like have to go to the other side, you know. So you see, he was like, yeah, right. yeah. He's just, this is my dude. moment. <laughs> so see, like, that's what I'm talking. It was a damn good hoagie. Prepare for this, dude. It's really uh, good. 
Oh, dude, so he no, my time to right. He was so excited, dude. Like he opened up his. Let's uh, go, Giuseppe. Yeah, right. yeah. He opened up his meat section, and he was like, you know, what can I put on it for you? And I was like, man, give me a little bit of everything, bro. Like it's for a buddy of mine. It was good. I'm here for the steak, you know. Frank but, made his day. Yeah, and so he makes this this you know whatever looking hoagie, you know. And I was like thinking, I was like, man, Frank's gonna hate this shit, you know. Like he, he's he's gonna it's hate really this good. one. Me and Marco ate the steaks in the parking lot, you know. So we're just drooling all over the streets and stuff, you know. Like it was perfect. We go back to the to the uh, house, and Frank ate that hoagie, and he said it was a damn good hoagie. So it was Philly, a very good hoagie. Thank you for the cheesesteak. Yep, and also thank you for your powerful hoagies that go with these cheesesteaks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. I don't know why I did that. Anyway, I don't either. I don't either. So Frank, man, tell us, tell us how you feel about the Ten Roars. I mean, are you having fun? Are you having? I am having like, fun. I just, you know. Well, Frank's in another band. Because I don't want to. Did, did you, see, did you I know didn't that? Wanna, I didn't want to. First of all, <laughs> he's in another band. band. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Dude. Yeah, it's just to keep it real light on the other bands. Well, so I ain't wanna. I ain't wanna. Well, let's let, let's start at the beginning. Like, how long have you been playing bass for? Like, I, yeah. actually, how about, how about, I started hey, when I was who the, fourteen. Who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> I got you. No, I mean, I grew up in uh, K Town, Kensington area. You know, high school buddies of mine. One one of us wanted to be a drummer. One of us wanted to be a guitar player. I picked the bass. And, you know, I picked it up and we all rolled with it. We had, you know, high school, you know, this is, I don't want to say my age, but it was a while back and you could play out a lot more, I guess. You know, we, uh, we were high school kids with big hair and, and, uh. What's your, what, so what was your first bass? Oh my God, that's a good question. I, uh, I believe it was an Epiphone. I remember it was white and I loved, uh, freaking Freaking, see that? I caught myself. <laughs> uh, like Tracy Guns, a Jeff Labar. They back when I picked up the bass, they were tossing the basses around their bodies, and I thought that was the freaking coolest thing. It's really hard to do, guys, and uh, <laughs> I, I still can't times. do it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's impossible. Wait, do you but go that really over the shoulder me. or around yeah, the waist? Over the shoulder. Yeah, over the, the shoulder. There's the reverse style too. And I tried it over and over and over again, and you know, it's uh, anyway that got me into music, the rock scene. My favorite band of all time is Motley Crue. I I'm going to admit this right yes. now. I approve. Yes, dude. Um, yes, I approve. Dude. You know, they were just the coolest band, and they brought me into it. I'm wearing a Guns N' Roses shirt right now. They brought me into You're it. You're a Guns fan. Yeah. yeah. Old school Guns fan. You're not yeah. a Use Your Illusion guy, are you? No, I am. Yeah? Yeah, that was, that's still old school. They haven't made music since then. But they did the, I mean, the Chinese democracy. Yeah, well, that's where it started going downhill. The the uh, Guns N' Roses in their, like, strung out Hollywood phase. Like, when they were all living in a practice space yep. and tearing up the whiskey go-go. Like, I get down with some savage Guns N' Roses. But when Axel took over, yeah. put all them synthesizers on the stage. Yeah, I feel you. And that was it for me, man. And that was was also no, when, I got you. And that was when grunge came out too. So I was absolutely grunge 100% after that. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I'm going with the flannel guys for sure. No, yeah. there's nothing like all of a sudden Soundgarden and Alice in Chains yeah, coming dude. in. The grunge boom and it was, was like, like, whoa. Yeah. That, that was yeah. it. That was it, dude. I mean, Alice in Chains is still making good music. They're yeah. freaking, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. And their singer is surprisingly good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, it, he's he, really good. He sounds like Lane Staley enough, but does, isn't just a clear like cover artist of Lane Staley. Like he's his own, his own dude, you know? So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, um yeah. what's, your, what's your favorite Motley Crue record? Ooh. Well, favorite, favorite. Definitely because I'm old now. It's been so many years. The first album's the best. Yeah. First album is so freaking good. Yeah. I listen to that still to this day quite a bit more than the others. Gotcha. Okay. So Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, <laughs> give me uh Pantera. I grew up was Pantera, man. Pantera, Pantera was the best nice. band. Pantera got me into a bigger genre. Although I was into my, I, I was at the Metallica and Justice for All tour. You know, I was Capital Center. The, yeah, Capital Cap Center. Center, baby. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, I grew up in the Pantera. You know, I saw White Zombie at Hammerjacks and Kicks, of course. Kicks. <laughs> you know, kicks, kicks, dude. Yeah, man. Kicks is still yeah. around too, they're and they're rocking. Play, right? Yeah, yeah they, 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 uh, they play Firehouse. Yeah, Jimmy Chickashack played like the other day. Yeah, like, acoustic, acoustic set. Yeah, acoustic set. Not, not live. I don't know. As you were saying, those were right. good days, man. Yeah. Really good days. And I like how, because of the way I've grown up, be, being starting in a high school, like hair metal. 
band, I guess. Was that 86? <laughs> no, not that early. <laughs> and then, um, you know, the grunge, you know, well, Pantera took over, in my opinion. Pantera totally. Well, what about like Pantera, Slayer, Cannibal Slayer. Corpse, um, Sepultura? Well, like, that's, oh, that's, that was that metal boom. You that's know, what that, I mean. That, that, is that I grew up in the Metallica, boom. Anthrax, Testament, ah. Megadeth. That's what really, and then Pantera did it to me. Once I heard Pantera, it was like, okay, I am a metal guy, you know. What gets you about Pantera? Like, like is it that they're like the Texas down south Everything. The, style or the- it's, or Okay, the, it's a four piece. Yeah. But uh, the guitars and the bass, the background with that perfect bass or perfect uh, drum beat, it just works so well. And it's mm -hmm. kind of like us three sort of, but uh, Dan can sing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Someone can sing, man. He's all right. He's all right. Yeah, I, no, I, like I mean, Phil. back in the day in Pantera, yes. I like Down. Down is, yeah, yeah, down is down, good. Down They're down just a little, a little bit more, you know, doomy. mellow. Yeah, doomy. doomy. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, all right, so, that's a pretty good background on Frank. Oh, uh, what bass and, do, What bass do you play now? Oh, I'm... See, <laughs> you want to talk about this? Yeah, bass player, yeah. Uh, no, I've had this bass forever. It's my favorite bass. I have other basses, but this is still the only one I, have, I ever play for like ever. It's the uh, Charvel with Jackson pickups. I don't know what series off the top of my head. I can look it up, I guess, but... It's old, though. It's 70s, right? 70s? No, 80s. 80s? I would say... <laughs> You got a bass from the 80s. Yeah, and it Damn. still freaking it rules, man. It's That's my impressive. favorite bass. It's heavier than any oh, bass from the last 20 years. I'm, I got my eyes on a bass that I want uh, in yeah. Philadelphia. I heard about like, this. Like, I already clued Ted on it, too. Like, yo, if I buy this thing for in-store pickup, will you go pick it up and hold it for me? And he's like, yeah, man, I got you. I, I know where it is. Uh, and it's a 76. 76 Gibson Ripper is what I'm looking at because I've never okay. never owned a bass. So I just right. want to yes. own one, you know? But it's... I'll play it for you, Dan. It ain't cheap, bro. <laughs> it ain't yeah. a cheap bass, you know? But I've been, I've been researching them, and I think that's the one I want to get. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I love right. bass, dude. I love bass. Uh, so do Did I. already asked Frank it's his, so fun. Uh, his idols and all that? Yeah. yeah. Molly Crew, Guns N' Roses, Pantera. Not Alice I could Cooper. go on and on. Yeah. Dangerous Toys, my, Skid my Row. <laughs> I wasn't in the metal then. No, you were, you. yeah, you got in the metal at the next boom. Yeah. 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 The following yeah. boom. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what's up, man. So, uh, huh. what was the following boom? Thanks for that. What else? Uh, like, when I got in the metal? Yeah. Um, like, I mean, do we consider Deftones metal? I knew you were going to say Deftones. I knew it. New metal. Yeah, like, that, that was, was like metal. the new metal. But yeah. Deftones okay. is way better than, uh, than uh, new metal. You know, like, I mean, yeah. not knocking like Linkin Park and Limp Bizkit and all that, like, that has its place, but Deftones, like, if you listen to their records now, it hasn't aged like mm -hmm. the Corn records have. And how like like they're kind of a universal sound. Well, to me, I don't know. Like I I've, I felt well then no because I I Corn maybe yeah. I looked at his metal. Uh, not so much Limp Biscuit though. Oh. They were too like commercial, like terrible, mm. terrible. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they were, they were, but they were like it was catchy. One of yeah, yeah, yeah. It and it was one of the sounds of our youth. Yeah, it like, was. When we were you late know late nineties. Yeah, inks, but so was Kid Rock. And yeah, that's mm. Kid Rock was. Oof. I couldn't do Kid Rock. It was, I mean, it was, was a little bit older funny. in my generation, but it was funny. It wasn't, I don't think anybody took him serious at that rapping. What's I mean? I could get into he had great uh, musicians, though. He has some great musicians. Yeah. Yeah. His band, band was yeah. amazing. Yeah, they yeah, were, band. Yes, they yeah, were, man. Sure. Uh, that drummer was phenomenal, but I didn't, I didn't take what he was doing like, like, to put it in well, metal or not, not at I, all. I think with new metal, it, you had like your gems that shine. Like, yeah, you had Limp Bizkit and yeah, you had Kid Rock, but you also had System of a Down, yep. which is like hands down, probably one of my favorite bands of all yeah. time, you know, yeah. period. You know, like- I would call Limp Bizkit like pop rock. They were like pop rock, dad rock. it was rock, jo They were like jock like, rock, bro. It was yeah, 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 yeah. Good locker room warm up music. Honestly, man, I think Tez, <laughs> dude, Tez, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think uh, your real metal boom was the one, the one after I'm talking about, after Pantera and Metallica, is Lamb of God, As I Lay Dying uh, yeah. on Earth. Like just those that that like glory days of the new metal scene, uh, not of the new metal. I, the, the glory. Uh, what do they call that shit? Uh, metalcore, maybe metalcore, something like that. Yeah, that would, that would have been metalcore. Yeah, that's when we were all into it too, and we were all playing. Have too. you have you guys ever been to a Slayer show? Just wondering. I've seen Slayer. Slayer. Yeah, I've seen Slayer, I've seen uh, Slayer. twice. I have not. Twice. Nice. Yeah. Oh, twice. Matter of fact, I saw Slayer. They opened up for. Uh, Marilyn Manson. Mm. Oof. They it opened was, uh, for Marilyn Manson? Oh, yeah. brutal. It was, uh, 
That's something's getting in the way. Breaking was, Benjamin? Yeah, it was Breaking Benjamin, what? Slayer, and That Melamin. is the weirdest Oof. lineup yeah. I have That's ever heard. Yep. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry. Just. At, at uh, Mayweather. <laughs> at Mayweather. I mean, we saw, remember when, when, when Jen got those tickets and it was Breaking Benjamin stained and three doors down oh, and we all looked at each other God. and we're like, oh, I don't want to go to this. <laughs> was that the 930 Club? No, that was a Merriweather. I don't remember that. I, don't remember. I wasn't there. Dan I, didn't, I, Dan I, I somehow got out of it. For sure. But you, me, and <laughs> Reza sure. had to go. And we were down in like general admission for like Breaking Benjamin. And then as soon as Stain come, came on, we were like up at the lawn just chilling. Because for a while, Stain was Reza's shit, Stain, man. Yeah, Re Stain Reza was great. Loves Stain. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, here, here yeah. was the problem with that show because Stain was in between Breaking Benjamin and three doors down, they didn't play any of their heavy stuff. Like three quarters of his set, Aaron that's, had his I mean, acoustic. That's, that's, I'm on the that's a rough fit, man. Yeah, that's a rough that's fit. A rough fit. Look, that's a rough fit. This kind of reminds me of a show I was at recently. The uh, Gajora, which is awesome. <laughs> and then Volbeat. Ooh. Who the hell, Volbeat? Are you kidding me? And then Slipknot. Wow. I'm just saying, that's weird. Like, Volbeat in the middle of there just ruined it. It was terrible. Everybody was cleared this? out. And it was at uh, Jiffy Lube. Like, Over the summer? No, there's COVID. It was before COVID. So the summer before COVID. Uh, or the. Well, I mean, uh, Slipknot played. They were just on tour with uh, yeah, Kill Switch. It was the show before that that they played here. Okay. Yeah, and okay. it was Volbeat just kind of just ruined the mood in the middle of Gajura, <laughs> destroying the place. Gajura, <laughs> what a band, man. Gajura is amazing, that's, dude. That's one of my favorite bands. Yeah, they're amazing. These days. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, I, I can't knock them, dude. They're, they're they. <sighs> They're so good, man. They're what Just, they're what corn should have been. You know what right? I mean? Like corn kind of went corn, man. I'm not. Ooh. I used to love corn, yeah. but they're. I can see that. I don't know four or five records. I'm like, man, what is this? And I'm listening to you know, like, yeah. I, can't, I just can't. I've never owned a corn album. The first one. Never owned a corn album. Corn is the really first good, one was man. great. Incredible. Life is yeah, they were good. What was the second one? Life is peachy. That one also. That one was really good. Very awesome. Everything. Everything after that, I couldn't. That's when they lost me, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I, I saw I corn at the original Black Cat. Whoa, uh, the original Black Cat yeah, yeah, corn. Yeah. Uh, when their first album just dropped. Wow. That's how... First yeah. album? Yeah, first album. When they Damn. just dropped. When it just dropped, like, within the month, at the Black Cat in D.C., it was, like, ten of us. Ten people there. In the whole place. And some <laughs> of them worked there. Frank, you veteran. Like, yeah, dude. He's, I was just going to say, Tez, how does it feel to not be the old dude in the band anymore? Dude, bro. Like, <laughs> these stories? Yeah, man. I mean, that was, I'm good. That was, I'm good. It's amazing how far they've gone. That first album dropped. It was incredible. Yeah. It, it yeah. really was a game changer. Just like the Deftones' first totally. album. Totally. Yeah. Both of those um, records, man. I think they went yeah. on tour together too. I think they were out on the road yeah. together. They, they were kind of uh, buddy corn and Deftones bands. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, they, they, were pros. yeah they, they they toured a lot together. Mm. But that was that was one of my earliest memories was corn. That album dropped, and my boy Steve. Well, that's pretty freaking early. That's like a week after their first record came out. That's a that's a good yeah. pull. Good pull, Frank. You were there. I was also at the uh, when Vulgar Display of Power came out. Michael's Eighth uh, Avenue. Some I think it's in PG County, maybe or it used to be. Was Pantera Vulgar place. Display of Power just dropped, and within the week, and I thought we were gonna make the walk video, but ah. Uh, our show didn't make it that day. Dang, dude. And there were like all these video cameras, you know, yeah. cameras were a big thing da, of live da, 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 old shows da, 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 and walk. I was da, 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 da. swearing we were going to make that oh, video. Instead, so cool. it was like Detroit or something. That show. Michael's 8th Avenue was a badass venue, by the way, if any of you all had ever seen I never seen made it there, there, dude. No, no I never nope. made it there. I, I went to the old, old, most old school I go. Oh, I went to the Cap Center. My first show ever was Kiss at the Cap Center. Full that was makeup. your first show ever? Ever. My first rock concert. Wow. Wow. Yeah, first rock concert. That's pretty cool. Uh, full blood, full fire, full everything, you know. And uh, and then huh. I did Phantasmagoria. I was oh, at nice. Phantas. Yeah. I got kicked out of Phantas. Well, I got kicked out for skateboarding around Phantas. They, they they told me I had to leave, you know. And uh, I went to a couple like all ages shows there. Uh, nice. I saw um, the Charlotte at Phantas. At Phantas. Really? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Good one. Yeah, back in the day. Tez, yeah. what was your first show ever? Mm. Church. <laughs> Church. <laughs> yeah, outside of that, yeah. It was a show every Sunday. Oh, gosh. Um, I want to say, ooh, damn. I think my first concert concert was... Uh, I, I, HF Festival. Wow. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I went to HF Festival. The first time I went to HF Festival, I was Were in. Chili Peppers? 10th grade. 
tip. I was at the like Chili Peppers three. one. Yeah. Uh, I was at the Chili Peppers. Yeah. I've never seen them yeah. live. They're yeah. coming this year. Yeah. The only one I've ever missed was uh, the first year they did the two two uh two in one year because they had Eminem mm. one year and Jay-Z and Beyonce I, and I all that, that stuff. Yeah, I, was I missed I missed that one. I have, I went home that year. I never went to HF Festival. Yeah, neither no, I didn't either. They were I went to, were I went nasty, to the DC one oh one chili cookoff. It was the year that it was uh live. I was there for that. Live Seether. And it was uh yeah um I remember dude live blew my mind. Live was they amazing. Were amazing. Yeah, they were so like they were they were sleeping. I think we went together. It was like me, you, and Brent. Nah. I know oh, I went with Brent I and saw, the scene. No, I bumped into you guys there. Okay. I went with, wait, did I go with you guys? Maybe I did go with you guys. I remember seeing a whole bunch of Growlers crewing out there. I, I can't remember who I went with anymore, but yeah, that was a good show. Chevelle. 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 Had, uh, they were pretty Chevelle good. Was yeah, good. Chevelle was pretty good. I've only been to one cook-off and... Who was staying played? Oof. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I just it want was... you to know. Yeah. <laughs> no, Yo, he couldn't. He couldn't reach it. He couldn't reach it. And like I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm, I'm waiting for it, man. I'm waiting for it. And he couldn't do it, man. And it was like, no, that sucks. I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like the strong people. <laughs> oh, like sucks. it was horrible, That's dog. It was horrible, man. And it was it was at the point uh, uh, like when Hoover State started getting. Yeah. Remember they put out um, their first joint was that show me what it's for. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Crowley that joint hit that and it came out. It came out because they were on the hills of Incubus. Yeah. Yep. And it, it, so it came out and that joint, it took very well. Yeah. So I think they put out one more before they put out. um I just want you to know uh, before they put that joint out. And when they put that joint out and people saw that he couldn't pull it off live, it sank some hearts. Uh, I think yeah. I watched some misty eyes. They're over, right? Over the, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, they're, yeah. Way, yeah, they're way gone. They're working at the day yeah. in coffee shop right down on the, <laughs> the corner <laughs> of uh, what's his face and what's his face. He's up there. So can I tell you my first show? Are they still alive? Yes. Okay. Uh, actually, okay. one is retiring this year. Okay. Uh, I saw David Lee Roth, mm. and the opening band was Poison. Damn. At oh, Meriwether man. Post Pavilion in probably 89. Brett Michaels and David Lee Roth in one was in one six. act. It was Stevie Vai and his Dude. big, uh, he had a big heart, uh, heart yeah. guitar. And he had a Damn. four neck heart and he's guitar. And going to concert. That he would <laughs> freaking... <laughs> Steve and, I? Yeah, and Billy Sheenan was the bass player to David Lee Roth at the time. And he was up there. It was pretty amazing. And they had one of the, I can't remember the drummer's name, but he was top drummer at the time. Dude, it was quite a spectacle. <laughs> we were in grade school. <laughs> right. And this dude is going to concerts. Well, I, went to, yeah, I went to Kiss when I was like 11, 12, something like that. I went to church. Yeah. I went to Kiss when I was yeah, in my, my 40s, just a little while ago. <laughs> my first... My first rock concert was Tool at Patriot Center. Ooh, right? Dang, cool. That's a yeah, good man. first that was show, a good one. dude. Tool but was my amazing. First, my first concert concert, my parents took me to see Moody Blues at ooh, Kennedy Center. Ooh, that's a good one. Kennedy yeah. Center. Yeah. Nice. Ooh. That's where I was supposed to graduate at. Yeah. I think I, so my, I, think I my did sister graduate. graduated from there. I think I was there. My, no, I was, like I was Constitution Hall. I was Constitution Hall. That's where I, that's where I graduated. Yeah. I didn't. Man, first concert. <laughs> I mean, I saw Kirk Franklin. I don't know if that does that classify as a concert. Was it a church? Yeah, I wish we had. It was, was a it? church function. Oh, yeah, it was a church function. Why, yo, Kirk Franklin's still I doing it. So. He's still doing it, man. Dude, I I went big with rock. I did uh, Kiss, Aerosmith, Metallica in that order. Those my first three rock wow. concerts. And um, which Metallica tour? It was after they cut their hair. It was like Load or something. It was like uh, after the Black uh, Album. That's too bad. I was yeah, I was young, you know. I went to the Injustice tour. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you mentioned. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That? yeah. <laughs> that was one of the coolest. That, that was yeah. the coolest time I've ever seen them live. Dude, definitely. I remember my dad took me and a buddy to Metallica, and it was at um, uh, Nissan Pavilion, right? It was with Jason Newstead. Yeah, yeah, Newstead was there. And um, dude, I remember rolling out, leaving after the show. My dad, he's like, "That's the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life, and I've been in a war." You know, <laughs> really? <laughs> I've been through war. I've never that's, heard anything that loud, and I was like, "Yeah." Like, 
incredible. Yeah, man. It's like heavy metal, dad. You know, whatever. But it was really cool that he, that he he took me out. You know, because I was I was I couldn't drive. I was like you know 13, 14. So the big question is: Does your dad still listen to Metallica, or has it yeah, been since nineteen ninety? Uh, yeah, he calls him. Seven, uh, he calls uh, Metallica. He's like Metallica, <laughs> Metallica. man. Yeah. Oh, like when they come to radio, it's like, hey, Metallica. I've seen them. You know. <laughs> you know, and like that's his thing, man. Yeah, that's his thing. <laughs> that's but, pretty neat, dude. But he rocks it, and uh, yeah, neither of my parents will turn off Nirvana. If Nirvana comes on, they'll crank it up really? because of me. You know, sweet. That's 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 fine wine right there, yeah. man. That's fine wine. That is man. pretty yeah. good. Classic rock, dude. My <laughs> mom, my mom will still blast Green Day. Yeah, yeah. She loved Green Day. Man, I never saw Green Day. Your mom still listens to us. Yeah. yeah. She she might be listening right now. I hope so. <laughs> What's up, Margie? We love you. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Cool. Frank is saying that he has to go. He has an important business call. So he he's getting ready to roll out, you know. But it's what been is, real, is, guys. This has been quite an experience. I hope to be back one day. I think we should bring him back with, with. someone in digression, you know. That's only possible. if they last. And only if it's Ooh. only if they last. Right. Well, look, 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 look. There's an old rivalry between the me and Tez and the digression because we were brother bands, man. So we have to talk smack about each other. So I think if we get two digression guys in here, shit, Tez, we can arm wrestle if you want. I don't care. Let's arm wrestle them, dude. Let's just yeah. throw the hands. <laughs> let's just throw them down. Let's just, let's yeah. just do it. Yeah, right. yeah. Let's do a good old dude, wrestling Frank, match. You're coming back, dude, for sure. Jay, give us a round of sound, Frank. Thank you for coming. Sweet. Bro. Thanks, guys. Thank you. This has been real. Thank this you, is man. fun. Let's jam soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, man. We're gonna change yeah, in like man. 15 minutes, probably. Yeah, sure. man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, man. Later. Cool. That was Frank. Yeah. That was Frank. That was cool. I have no idea that what was, just happened in the last hour. I love that guy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, look. I, well, we just got to know Frank. I did. mean, you know, you already dude. know. You already know two of uh, the three band members of the Ten Roars. Yeah. I mean, you do a show with them. I do have a question so, for the Ten Roars, actually. Speaking. Since I am not a member of the band. Was the recording, when you guys went up to record in Philly, was the method any different from, like, when DeNovo did it? Like, did you guys still just record everything, like, all instruments at once and then do vocals separate? Or, yeah, yeah, still yeah. the same? You know, Ted is only going to work that well, way. Yeah. But I would say, I think... Uh, for me personally, uh, I, I felt I felt a lot more pressure with the ten doors. Yeah, why? With being in the studio, so there was when it was when it was five of us, there was more sound to cover. I guess obvious mistakes that I made. Okay, okay, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. There was more, there was more to, but at this point, like it stands out more. Yeah, and, and like the 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 you know back in the day, De Novo, I was dropping sticks, right? And all, you know, what I'm saying doing all that kind of stuff, and and. Ted would just add something, you know, turn up you a Reza or turn up Jay a little bit at that point or something so you couldn't really hear the click when it hit the drum or something like that. You couldn't tell. But now, you know, if I miss a cymbal or something like that, man, it stands out. Yeah. So it's a lot more pressure for me to be on point hitting everything. You know how I feel about recording in the first place. It's tough, you know, man. I, it's a tough I, yeah, job for a drummer, man. It's a very I don't tough like job. It. Yeah, I don't like it. It's just, it's a lot, so, man. It's a so lot. To answer your question, Jay, I guess we did it live. Absolutely. Right. Because we are we are not a click track band. Some bands are, and more power to them, because I think you can get a really clean song with a click track. And Tez can play in a click very, very well. He's talented enough to play on a click, no problem, but it will also take some of the Tez out of Tez. And it's all yeah. about that groove and all about that atmosphere, man. So for us, we laid the tracks down live and did enough takes until we had a take that we that we wanted to roll with it was a lot more work than i remember doing because not only was i layering guitars in for overdubs but then i was dropping vocals actually i did the other way i did i had a scratch track and then i did the vocals in the morning while i still had a voice right yeah lost the voice and then laid guitars on for the rest of the day and just added tons and tons of guitar layers. So it was, I was exhausted by the end of the, the session. But I think the good thing about being in a band like the 10 Roars is that I've been playing with these two guys for a huge chunk of my life. So I know the guys I'm playing with and it, it's not, this isn't going to be one of those bands that like, oh, Frank's going to quit and we're going to hire a new bass player. Like if any of us quit or don't want to do it, then it's going to be done. You know, it just, it's just the 10 Roars is only going to be the the 10 songs that the three of us will will put out. There's your roars right there. And if we do more after that, well, the, the world will just have to find out, you know? Oh, there, there will be more. I was going to say, is that the there plan to more. just do 10 songs? No, there the will be The plan is to do one full-length record on vinyl and on streaming. So so by the time I'm, I'm I won't stop until I have a 10 album. That's the minimum plan. Uh, that's right now. That's 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 my end game. And then after it's out, then we see we see what happens after that, man. But but I, I think um, I think people are going to appreciate what we put out. I think especially 
especially those that have known us over all these years are going to be just super, super happy with just the fact that we're still doing it and that, and and that we yeah, still got yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, so I guess this is a good enough time, man. I mean, you know, I've, I've never done this yet, yeah, dude. When you, when, when you put your magic on this, give me like a big echo or something, but like, I need something like ladies and gentlemen, oh, for the, for the, yeah, 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 the yeah, world yeah, yeah. premiere yeah. of the 10 roars <laughs> with, with, uh, you know, our first song is going to be, hopefully it's going to be the end of this show. And so this is a bonus kinda, show. Yeah, a world premiere. Yeah, a world premiere. Yeah, the first yeah. the first so, song I want everyone to hear is called "Honey Turpentine," and uh, and uh, it's it's a banger. So so crank it up loud, please. Maybe put the foot if you're driving. Maybe put the foot on the gas a little bit. Drive safe, but you know, give it, do it justice, man. Because this is this is some some have fun, go fast music. So, so I guess I guess we should let it rip. And you can reach us. You can let us know what you think. You know, if you're in the, we got the group, we got the Instagram going. Oh, now at the end of the shows, we can drop info, yeah. drop social yeah. media. Jay, that's all on me. That's you. all on me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Links to all that stuff in the show notes. The ten, yeah, the 10 Roars is going to have an Instagram for sure. And it's good. We got one. No, 10 Roars doesn't have nothing yet. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you're right. You're right. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. 10 Roars yeah. is going to yeah. be Instagram yeah. only. Yeah. And then you're going to be able to stream everything we got on on uh, iTunes and, and Spotify. And maybe a band camp. I don't know. I'm still not sure about that one. But but uh, yeah, so check it out, man. Check out Honey Turpentine. Tez, you, you got anything to close out? What you got? Well, hey, man, thank you all for rocking with us one more time. And it's definitely good to see you guys again. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, so, you know, high ended, man. Support CF, Cystic Fibrosis. And that's it for me. Mm. Until next time. Thank you to Manor Hill Brewing for the, yes, for, for the suds today. I give them I give them a good rating, man. Manor Hill, y'all got it going on, man. So, so, so. Yeah. So, we, yeah, we definitely going to reach out and come up. We got to, we got to have the whole, the full experience. You know, we got to touch ground and, and see what it's like over there. My two dudes. Man, definitely good seeing y'all yeah, again, man. Yeah, man. And this new year, man. Let's go yeah. strong. Let's go yeah. hard. Yeah, everybody, man. Twenty two. Be safe. Be kind. Yeah. Love one kindness, another. man. Let's do it. Cool. Yeah. We love you guys. Jay, give us some exit music, man. I mean, just well, Jay, hold uh, on, man. Jay might have oh, something wait. he want to say. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before this we, is not you know the Dan and Tez that's, show that's anymore, right, Dan. Right. This is <laughs> right. this this is the Club Nine Three Seven podcast, right. and I slept on that tiny ass couch for a reason. My bad, bro. My bad. My bad. Talk your shit, Jay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to be back. Missed last episode, so happy to be here. And uh, yeah, happy new year, guys. First episode is Club 937 Podcast. That's it. That's, That's it. it. That's we it. got our name. Sky's the Thank limit. you, guys. Cue some 10 roars, man. Let's get out of here, all right? All right. See you guys. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.